I've got a catalyst for war. And I've got Lex Appeal. Hello there. Welcome to Date Fight. It's a podcast where each day we take great things that happened on this day in history and we pitch them against each other. Yes, we do. He's Jake Yap. I'm Nat Tapley. And together we have both caricatured some events from time and are presenting them to you to see which of the street artists you will pay for their efforts. <laughs> Mate of mine made a foot with my silly money right in the 70s, Trafalgar Square. Oof, silly money. Oh, yeah. yeah. You're making like three grand a week, mate. Just drawing people yeah, holding skateboards. Apparently. You're just anyway, doing, yes. doing, doing uh, normal people but with ridiculous buck teeth. Yes, the same thing yeah. every time. What, what do yeah. you like to do? Oh, you like to play tennis. There you go. There's a tennis racket. Um, yeah, and buck teeth. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to take you to the 2nd of April, 1973, and perhaps the most thrilling event we've ever discussed on this podcast. What? The Official launch of the ne- Lexus Nexus database. Oh, I yeah, saw I this. Reason for this. Yeah, this was like the first computer legal database thing. Yes, it's the first legal. Well, Lexus Nexus now is used for all um, newspaper searches throughout the nineties and two thousands. It was the big. Oh. It had all the text of all the newspapers, so you could do your big newspaper searches. But it started in uh, nineteen fifty six when John Harty uh, wanted to compare various laws about hospitals from different states and didn't have any way of doing it without going to lots of libraries and looking them all up and without knowing what he was looking for was finding it very difficult so he imagined a system in which a computer would have all of the text of all of the cases and you could tell the computer what to look for and it would tell you at least what you should go and read Uh, so he came up with that system for hospital law then in 1965 the ohio state bar association said oh that's a good system we should do something like that too we'll call it obar the ohio bar automatic research system um, which they developed uh, with data corporation um data corporation a couple of years earlier had for the u.s air force come up with recon central which was a computerized database of searchable text from summaries of what um uh, satellite and aerial photographers had seen so because it was the cold war and lots of money was being thrown at things you could see from spy planes they managed to find a way where you could search for if you wanted to know where all the uh, rocket sites were you could type in rocket sites and every photograph that had a summary which said you can see a rocket site on it would come up so it was a, the quickest way they'd found so it's almost like a, a direct inversion of google maps yeah absolutely it would be you, although it's so it's, it's it, it pretty good is google maps and if you type in i mean it wouldn't have rocket sites but if you could type in exactly yeah, yeah. so in 1968 the mead corporation a paper manufacturers bought data corporation for its inkjet printing technology and found themselves with this ohio bar automatic research thing which they didn't know what to do with so they commissioned a study said is this any use and the study said yes we think lawyers would find it quite useful um the general population wouldn't and so they developed the whole system with crt terminals um and on the 2nd of april 1973 they launched it and by the end of that year it had two billion pieces of text in including the entire u.s legal code so the entire all of federal law was in there um that's amazing yeah and it was the first database where a human being could interact with it without having to go to a librarian to submit a, you know, a search yeah. request and then coming back. Um, and they said, "Am that, I right in thinking horn-rimmed spectacles fell sales <laughs> fell by about seventy-five percent?" I year, would imagine right? they did. They said they had to crack the librarian barrier. Our goal is to get a Lexus terminal on every lawyer's desk. 
Um, they also sued Toyota in 1987 when they launched the Lexus so that people wouldn't get confused. Uh, but now they like each other. Anyway, it was the beginning of personal unmediated access to huge amounts of data through databases um, and all the both good and bad effects that has had in that some people might <laughs> mourn the death of people with expertise and knowledge pointing you to the relevant information and instead letting all of the data in the world flood over everyone um, like a hose, a torrent of... Oh, did you say torrent? Rubbish. Yeah. I did say torrent. That's fine. I don't know. It was, I, I'd done the beginning of that thought. I hadn't. I think, I think you're right. Essentially, it's probably a good thing. On balance, it's good, I <clears> guess. <throat> or is it bad? I don't know. I don't think know. I sort of feel about the internet the way uh, Tom Lehrer feels about folk music. Uh, he says, you know, the, the problem with folk music is it was written by the people. <laughs> Yeah. Sort of most of the internet, really. Yeah. Also, uh, like folk music, it's often racist in unexpected ways. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> well, I've got the 2nd of April, 1982. And Ooh. you can probably guess what's happening. Uh, Argentina is, mm. and I quote, invading uh, the Falkland uh. Islands. The uh, uh, code name Operation Rosario. Le Malvinas, uh, it was uh, launched on this day in 1982 uh, to capture the Falkland Islands and catalyzed the subsequent Falklands War mm -hmm. and a telegram sent to the governor, mm -hmm. uh, Rex Hunt, by the British government saying, um, we've got some intelligence saying that um, it could, could be uh, an Argentine task force assembling off Stanley at dawn tomorrow. Mm. It says in classic kind of old school British way, it says, you will wish to make your dispositions accordingly. <laughs> it's like, yeah, yeah, I've, I've just made a disposition. I didn't make it to the loo. Yeah. Um, <clears throat> so uh, apparently the governor said uh, during a meeting with uh, the Marines, there was a Marine station there. He said, uh, I quote, sounds like the buggers mean it. Uh, and they were kind of lucky because there were more Marines than there normally would have been because uh, the garrison was in the process of doing a changeover. Right. Uh, so the replacements and the fresh troops were there. Which doesn't say much for the Argentinians spying. No. The, the one day you want to avoid is the day when... That was definitely the day yeah, that you probably should have done. A day later, on the 3rd of April, uh, the United Nations Security Council passed Resolution 502 saying uh, these Argentine forces uh, need to withdraw immediately. Yeah. And the governments of Argentina and the United Kingdom need to seek a diplomatic solution to the situation and to refrain from further military action. Mm. And, of and course, so we did. that's exactly what yeah. we did. And, um, and it was all resolved amicably. <laughs> so while we're so quick to deplore other people for ignoring... UN resolutions. UN resolutions, uh, we kind of ignored it too. Yes. Just saying. I mean, that wasn't the most recent. I mean, we still, there was, is it 1441, Resolution 1441, which was the weapons inspectors in Iraq? And we went, no, you know what? We're just going to forget that. We're just going to ignore that. Yeah. Despite the fact that even the Westman's inspectors are saying, we'd like to be able to finish our job, please, so we could tell. No, no, no. We know WMPDs exist and we know where they are. Yeah. They're in this truck that Colin Powell has a picture of. Yep. We're, um... And they were. And yeah. so that went well as yeah. well. I'm not saying, you know, anyone was particularly angelic in there, but uh, anyway. Uh, I'm going to take you to the birthday on April the 2nd, 1788, of Wilhelmine Reichard. And Wilhelmine was the first female balloonist in Germany. She was married to chemist Johann Gottfried Reichard in 1807. In 1810, 
he did his first balloon flight, and the next year, 16th of April 1811, she made her first solo flight from Berlin to uh, 20 miles away from Berlin. Uh, you know, it was it year. was it was April the first yesterday. This sounds very April Foolsy to me. This one. No, this is she's real. She did her third solo flight uh, later that year when she got to seven thousand eight hundred meters. At which point she lost consciousness and crashed into a forest, doing herself serious injury, and said, "I will not be doing any more ballooning." And she didn't until her husband ran out of money after the Napoleonic Wars, and he wanted to buy a chemical factory. So then she went around Europe doing flights for money. She did lots of them. She went to most of the. Um, post-Napoleonic War uh, conferences and congresses and did show balloon flights and made a lot of money. Did she do the deluxe so champagne package? £50 pound extra. I mean, she essentially was drunk for most of the time <laughs> she was doing it. <laughs> uh, in 1821, he got his chemical factory and he was very happy and she stopped ballooning again. Uh, he died in 1835, uh, but she managed the chemical factory until 1844. Uh, she then stopped and lived quietly for a few years before passing on. That's Wilhelmine Reichard, Germany's first female balloonist. Nice. I have a death for you. It's from 1827. It is mm-hmm. the sad death of... I feel like you may have brought him up before. I could be wrong. German physician and educator mm-hmm. Ludwig Heinrich Bojanus. <laughs> I haven't. If only I'd seen Bojanus. Bojanus uh, produced uh, an important and exquisitely illustrated work on the anatomy of turtles. Ah, particularly mm. the Bojanus. The, the Bojanus. Uh, he was the author of several scientific discoveries, including a glandular organ. <laughs> In bivalvular mollusks. Uh, oh. <laughs> that to this day you is mix. known as the organ of Bojanus. <laughs> Which um, Sammy Davis Jr. wrote that song about. Yeah. Yeah. It's Mr. Bojanus. Mr. Bojanus. Yeah. Mr. Bojanus. <laughs> I know it's Bojanus. You don't have to, you know, I'm so tired of all the faxes, guys. Yeah. Please stop faxing us. Um, <laughs> We'll be back with another <laughs> date. One thing, we're out of yes, paper. Yes, exactly. We'll be back with another date fight tomorrow. Uh, we do hope you'll yes, join us for that then. Uh, if you haven't, maybe think about subscribing, sharing, uh, rating and reviewing. Mm. It makes a massive difference to us. And, it really uh, does. We'll see you tomorrow. Just personally. Yeah. It makes us feel like we're not howling into the void. Yeah. <laughs> see you tomorrow. Like everyone <laughs> is right now. Okay, great. <laughs> Bye. Bye.